Stoughton Hospital strives to meet the changing needs of the communities we serve. Our experts provide you with the information you need to make informed health care decisions. Here's Melanie Cole with Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. It is true that arthritis can be painful, but there are a lot of things that you can do to feel better and manage your symptoms. My guest today is Dr. Deanne Eccles. She's a sports medicine physician with Dean Clinic Stoughton. Welcome to the show. Dr. Eccles, tell us about the types of arthritis and really what does that mean for someone suffering from one of these types? Well, the uh, two main types of arthritis are osteoarthritis, which is just wear and tear arthritis, and then inflammatory arthritis, which would be rheumatoid arthritis or lupus arthritis or those types of things. And that are the two main categories, and each one are treated with different medications and different um, type of providers sometimes even. How do you know if what you're having is just normal wear and tear and aches and pains or if it's truly arthritis? How does someone find out? Well, sometimes the inflammatory arthritis has more swelling and more joint stiffness in the morning and it kind of improves through the day or it can come on rather quickly, whereas wear and tear arthritis is more gradual and gradual loss of motion or stiffness and then maybe some swelling and sometimes it can be related to having a prior surgery or injury to the joint that would predispose you to having the the osteoar wear and tear arthritis. Dr. Eccles, I think people are most concerned when they do have arthritis, whether it's in their knees or their hips or, you know, some kind of arthritis in their lower spine or their hands, you know. What can they do to manage and live with these symptoms? If someone was to come to you, what would be your very first line of defense? What do you recommend they do just right away? Well, first we try to determine how much pain and activity limits they have from the arthritis or or presumed arthritis. And then we'll take an x-ray to see, you know, if there's a lot of narrowing in the joint space, a little narrowing. Are there signs that it could be inflammatory with erosions in the bone or is it more spurring that's there? And... Between taking a history and then looking at the x-rays, you can kind of see what severity you have, and then you can determine how aggressively to treat it. Or if they've already tried some things on their own, they may have already tried Tylenol or Advil for pain, or they may have tried glucosamine, which is an over-the-counter natural supplement for joint pain, and that can be helpful for people. And so those are kind of the initial things, along with just x-ray exercise and activities for strengthening of the the muscles around the joint affected. And then, you know, after that, you would get into more injection options, such as cortisone injections, or sometimes for the knee joint, you can do a visco-supplementation, which is like a Synvisc or Hyalgan are two brands that we've used here for, for the arthritis pain. And then, obviously, the last option is surgical intervention with either a joint replacement or something like for hand joints, sometimes they fuse the joint or use a tendon for a cushion in the joint. 
So when let's start with some of the medications and cortisone injections because people do always have questions about cortisone injections. You know, if it's shoulder arthritis, wear and tear, knees, what do cortisone injections really do? How long do they last? And when is it time to stop doing them? So the, the cortisone injection is basically an anti-inflammatory that you're putting into the joint to decrease pain and swelling. And the steroid will stay in the joint for about three months to four months. And then the effect of the steroid can last somewhere between three months or longer. I mean, I've had some people have years of improvement, whereas other people, if the arthritis is more severe, the steroid may only last three to six months and then it can be repeated until it's not, you know, helping the pain. And then it's to the point, well, do you want to consider a surgical intervention at that time? Or if you're not a surgical candidate, maybe other medications for pain control. Let's talk about some of the medications. They come on and off the market, Voltaren, Celebrix, Vioxx. You know, people hear about these medications. They hear about them on TV at 2 in the morning. And they're worried about all those side effects. How long can you be on anti-inflammatory NSAIDs or even ones that contain some steroids to manage your arthritis? How long generally? There's not a limit to how long you can be on those medications. You can be on them chronically. The main issue would be it does affect the, the protective chemistry that is involved for your stomach lining. So by blocking one of the arms of the reaction for the anti-inflammatory, it also affects some of the protections effect to your stomach lining. So if you're on them for a long time, sometimes people will have bleeding like a stomach ulcer. And in that case, you'd probably have to stop it. But if you don't have any stomach irritation, you could stay on it unless your doctor recommends that you're not on those medications for either issues with your kidneys or your liver. Uh, Tylenol is an alternative pain medication which does not cause any problems with the stomach, and that's an, another option, although some people don't think that the, that the Tylenol controls the pain for arthritis as well as an anti-inflammatory. I tend to agree with them. I, I always sort of like ibuprofen better or, you know, naproxen, one of those, because that anti-inflammatory effect. Now, what do you think about external anti-inflammatories, Dr. Eccles, such as topical creams, Bengay, or even ice? Well, ice is the best anti-inflammatory, actually. It, the the, per, the reason behind that is because it, it causes vasoconstriction of the soft tissue so that sort of the vessels were decreasing uh, swelling in the soft tissue. So that's probably the best type of way to get swelling down, um, other than maybe a steroid injection. The anti-inflammatories over-the-counter only block one side of the inflammatory reaction, so you're still probably going to get some swelling, even with the over-the-counter anti-inflammatories. And, anti-inflammatories or prescription anti-inflammatories. Um, the topical anti-inflammatories are better for pain probably than for swelling, and those can be helpful if you are sensitive with your stomach and can do a topical better, that is an option. 
So where does activity and exercise play a role? And if you have an arthritic joint, Dr. Eccles, do you brace that joint while you're exercising? Do you, you know, wrap it or brace it? Or do you just let it exercise and move it and try and get it as strong as possible? Where do you stand on that? Oh, I'm a big uh, proponent of exercise. I think exercise is very good for arthritis because it helps the joint start moving better and loosens it up. Sometimes you have to find your threshold for how much exercise makes it feel better, whereas going too far will make it irritated. And usually non-impact exercise, although it's better for your bones to do impact, it's probably better for an arthritis to do just range of motion and and non-impact things, especially for lower extremity arthritis, so like a bicycle or pool exercise is excellent for arthritis. And then obviously strengthening the muscle groups around the joint can help protect the joint. What about heat? Does that play a role in soothing joints? Does that make inflammation worse? Sometimes people like to, you know, use moist heat on these really bad joints after exercise or before. Where do you stand on heat? So heat is good for stiffness. And if you feel like you're having trouble with joint stiffness, I would recommend heat. And usually it would be good to use it before an activity and then ice after an activity to limit swelling. So they're kind of working in opposition. The heat will cause swelling to some degree, but it loosens the joint if it's stiff, whereas the ice will help with swelling and sometimes can be a better pain reliever. So now when does surgery come into the picture, whether it's joint replacement, if you've got no cartilage left, if you're just so severely arthritic that it's very, very painful to walk or move around, when does surgery come into it? So surgery would depend on when you've kind of lost function with the joint. So say you have knee arthritis, I always tell patients that when your knee starts to control your life and the conservative treatments are no longer effective, that's when you consider a surgical treatment. And surgery for arthritis, what is the end goal? So the end goal with like a joint replacement type surgery would be to restore range of motion, function, and reduce pain. Okay, so in just the last minute, Dr. Eccles, please give the listeners your very, very best advice on living living with and managing the symptoms of arthritis and why they should come see you at Dean Clinic Stoughton. So my main advice for arthritis is to try to use over-the-counter remedies and exercise on a regular basis for the initial stages of arthritis. And if this is not effective in controlling the symptoms, then come see myself or some provider that has a similar background to consider other options to manage your symptoms and get evaluated to determine how severe your arthritis is and what the next step would be. Thank you so much. You're listening to Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to stoughtonhospital.com. That's stoughtonhospital.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.